You guys, this news today about Queen Elizabeth II's passing is really tough. Of course, as you all know, Rachel and I are here pretty much just on a phone call and we wanted to get our reactions to everything and just kind of process the grief of what's happening. Rachel, I called you, you called me crying, obviously, when we first heard. I feel like today has just been so unexpected. I think it's like expect the, we have been expecting this news for a long time since October. Things were rapidly declining. Then we had the Jubilee. I think just to wake up, though, after Tuesday and seeing her swearing in Liz Truss, this was not at all what I had in mind for. I didn't expect it to happen this rapidly and felt all of a sudden somehow. It did. It felt really all of a sudden. I woke up and turned on CNN and saw the news that they Buckingham Palace had released a statement, which does feel really unprecedented because of the severity of what they said in the statement, which is it was they were very concerned about Her Majesty's health. And I think with that, we know they're more so contained when it comes to health matters for her. And so that really was the shocker. And then to see all the family members travel up there is when it really felt all too real. I think that's when it really sunk in for mm-hmm. me. I think you're totally right that we don't hear from them on medical matters. And then to hear, to see and hear that that number of people, that it was William, Charles, Harry. I mean, at first it was reported that Meghan was going, then not, you know, everyone was en route to Balmoral. So immediately it added to the severity. And I think a lot of our listeners and just contacts within the royal community reached out with those exact sentiments. And then to have this outpouring too of community, we've heard from so many of you, our listeners on Instagram and telling us, you know, virtual hugs, just, and I feel like it is really nice to have everyone around us and to kind of commiserate together, I guess. I know. I think that's been one of the hardest parts of the day is the minute the news broke, not even that she had passed on, but that, you know, this was kind of looking to be the case that things were not great. Our day became this flurry of activity with just, you know, our job, which is to cover this. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what's, what's kind of been the hardest when I did call you, Roberta, is that it's like you and I, we haven't really processed it fully and we're going to be continuing to process it with our audience, with you guys. And I think hearing from you actually means a lot because I think that's something that we have together. I'm going to get emotional, but Aww. like we are a really amazing community and it means a lot. You know, I've kind of anticipated this moment for a long time. Of course, like you said, she was 96. So we have like unwillingly anticipated this for so long. And yet I didn't picture how it would feel to have so many people that care so deeply, it does feel like a loved one is gone. And no, I'm getting emotional seeing you get emotional. I'm I'm like virtually hugging you (laughs) and everyone listening. But it's very hard. It is hard too with the the way that the news and the world and social media reacts because I think everything is so fast. You know, we're just getting updates. Like now it's King Charles III is his title. And now that, and it feels like we're almost like quickly blowing past what has just happened. And I kind of want to just sit with you and with everyone, you know, kind of virtually and just like think about her legacy and what we're kind of leaving behind. Not only, I mean, one of the rovers pointed this out, not only is she, you know, this icon of the modern era, she's also the last female 
sovereign that we'll see in our lifetimes, most likely. I know King Charles III, I just, reading that, even hearing Liz Truss in her speech say, God save the king, I think chills. that just gives me chills. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. No. I, I mean, I know that's how it goes, but I wasn't ready. No, not at all. And my dad came home from work and he was talking to me about it. And he said, long live the queen. And I said, but she's gone. He said, thank God rest her soul. I, I feel like we should cut this out of the podcast. <laughs> No, no, keep it in, keep it in. Um, I know. I think that that's what's been just, it's been a roller coaster of a day. And I think what also felt so significant, and you and I immediately messaged about it, was the double rainbow over Buckingham Palace. You were kind of tracking the weather patterns all day. After that huge rainstorm, too, because it was, oh, it started pouring buckets on Buckingham Palace and Windsor and at Balmoral. It was actually raining all over. and And then to see that was just, it is. It's felt really surreal. I was like, was that was that projected? How did that happen? Like, it felt very eerily timed with right around when they made the announcement. And I think also just reflecting on this a bit more, like what is particularly poignant and meaningful for me, and I imagine for you too, is that we took on this podcast at the beginning of the pandemic. And I feel like, you know, the queen has obviously referred to Prince Philip as her strength and stay. And I think that the queen has been a constant for us throughout this role. Gosh, why am I crying I'm, so much? I can't watch you cry. It's too hard. I can't watch you cry either. But I think it's just when there were, especially the past two years, we've seen so many virtual moments with her and she's lifted us all up and I think that that's the hardest I mean we're just very grateful to her for that leadership and everything gosh this is gonna sound great on tape (laughs) just a sob fest no I completely agree and I think you know one of the things that stood out in reflecting for um, our piece that we did for Pure Wow her obituary and reflecting on her legacy is that of course her reign hasn't been scandal free it hasn't been unmarred but she has been such a steady presence in all of that and you know when she did speak during the beginning of the pandemic that felt so comforting to all of us and to think that that will no longer be the case that it will be prince charles i think you and i are both optimistic about the future and about king charles the third and what he can bring to the table as far as his you know environmentalism and like you mentioned, we talked earlier about, you know, he's opening up the palaces to the public. That's he's really forward thinking in a lot of ways, but it is so hard to leave behind the Elizabethan era. It really, really is. And I think, you know, I just keep thinking of her now, hopefully reunited with Prince Philip. And I'm really kind of I think it has meaning to all of us that she passed away in a place that did make her so happy and that she could be at home and you know, kept up with duty right up until the end, which is just speaks to her reign. Exactly. All right. Well, that's it for now. And we will be back next week, obviously with a full episode devoted to everything that's happened since. And, you know, our hearts obviously go out to this group of listeners, our audience. We're so grateful for all of you. And we're sending so many virtual hugs and tears. Obviously you can hear us. (laughs) Please excuse us. <laughs> but I'll yeah, be a, mess a lot for of the raw next, emotion here. At least 20 days. So if not yeah. more. Yeah. All right. Well, should we do it? <sighs> Until next week. Until next week.
God, God save, save the, the pod. pod.